Welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Amy from Amy Natalie Co., spiritual teacher, mindset coach, and speaker. I'm here to remind you how to tap into your feminine frequency to elevate your relationships, attract more money, and feel confident in your body. Each week, I'll be sharing wisdom from guest experts and guided meditations, along with my favorite spiritual mindset techniques so that you can access abundance, love, and manifest a life that is in alignment with your soul's true desires. Let's do this, sister. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here for this episode with my dear friend, best friend, soul sister, Natalie Holbrook, and we created a very special episode for you today for 1111, this magical portal, and I thought, what better guest to bring on other than my astrology friend, Natalie, who can share all about the energy that we're experiencing today in this portal, as well as the significance of what 1111 means and all of her witchy magic that she has to offer here. And I really wanted to share the behind the scenes of the friendship and the sisterhood that Natalie and I have been cultivating and really wanted this interview and this conversation to have you feel like you are sitting in the room with us and really just getting to see how we interact and we connect and the energy that we co-create together and really wanted to share that magic with you because it has brought so much value to my life over this last month and a half since I arrived here in Asheville and our first sisterhood date it was on 11-11 two years ago, so this is a very special day for Natalie and I as well, and I know that you're going to really find so much inspiration and value from our conversation. So before we get into this episode, I have a very exciting announcement that I have been alluding to over the last few weeks on the podcast. I have been working behind the scenes to create a very special online event for you, and that is coming up on December 11th and 12th. This is an event that is called the Empowered and Embodied Experience, and it's going to be a two-day transformational journey for women like you who are on your journey to becoming a light worker, a healer, a coach, someone who is here to make an impact, to share your gifts with the world, and also for those of you who are wanting to really create income from doing something that you love. So this event is really going to provide you with experiential practices and modalities to go deeper on your own spiritual journey, on your own healing journey. And the first day, we're really going to be focusing on specifically empowerment, really working on any of the fears or the doubts, the limiting beliefs, the blocks that are standing in the way from you creating the impact that you are here to create, from you feeling confident and alive and aligned, that's really what we're going to be focusing on is moving through those fears and getting deeper into the root of why those are there in the first place and then transmuting them and shifting them 
so that you can really show up as your higher self and not let those fears continue to get in your way. And the second day that we're going to be together is really going to be all about embodiment, embodying the woman that you're becoming, embodying the feminine leader that you're becoming, and really on a physiological level, connecting with your body's wisdom and in your body really experiencing what it feels like to be your highest self and show up as her and be able to come back to that place time and time again. So we'll be moving through some beautiful embodied practices as well as I have one of my dear friends Brie Anderson who is going to come in and do a powerful breathwork session and All of this is available for you for only $111. So make sure to check out the information in the link in the show notes. You can just scroll down. You can find the link there and you can save your spot. And also you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram. You can find me at Amy Natalie Co. and the link is there as well. So the other thing that I wanted to share about this event is that if you're not able to make it for both days live for the whole thing, then it will be available for replay and you'll be able to catch the recording. So I always recommend to show up live because that's how you're going to get the most out of it. However, if you're not able to make all of the sessions, you can definitely catch the replay and still get a ton of value. And a big part of this event that I love creating is spaces for women to connect. So we're going to have a lot of times for self-reflection and self-inquiry, but you're also going to get the opportunity to connect in small breakout rooms and then also get direct energy transmission and connection with me in the space for two days. And my vision for this event really is to be a catalyst for you for 2022 to really step into your soul calling, to align your passion, your purpose, and to overcome any money blocks that you have, any fears and doubts, whether this is possible for you because I know that right now we're living in a world where there is a lot of fear, there's a lot of pain, and we need more light workers like you to support others on their journey. So even if you're wanting to really, even if you don't want to start a business, but you want to show up more in leadership in your life, in your family, in your relationships, in your workplace, this process is going to be really, really supportive for you. So Check out all of the information by clicking on the link in the show notes and you can save your spot there. And now I'll do a really quick introduction for the lovely Natalie who we are diving into our episode and conversation with for today. So Natalie Holbrook is an astrologer and holistic nutritionist. She works with clients to discover their soul purpose, talents, gifts, challenges, and patterns along with practices and rituals to step into their healthiest and highest selves. She incorporates Psych-K, which is a process to help rewire and liberate the subconscious while fusing her passion for the cosmos and the natural medicines of the earth. So we are going to dive into this beautiful portal together, and I'm so excited for you to meet my dear soul sister and one of my best friends, Natalie Holbrook. Enjoy this episode, and we'll see you on the other side. And remember, as you're listening, if you're feeling inspired and lit up and you want to share about the magic of the feminine frequency, or you want to share with others about what 1111 means, then 
take a screenshot and upload it to your social media. You can tag me at Amy Natalie Co. and you can tag Natalie at Rise with Natalie, and we would always love to hear from you. Enjoy, and we'll see you on the other side. Hello, and welcome to my darling sister, Natalie Holbrook. I am incredibly grateful to have you here. We're sitting here in our new hometown in Asheville, and we started this journey together. So I'll just welcome you, and then we can kind of share how we got here and also why today on 11-11 is such a special day for us. Hi, thank you so much, and I'm so excited to be here and that we are in this Asheville journey together. It's like a dream come true that we didn't even realize was a dream that we had. (laughs) (laughs) So true. It's better than a dream. (laughs) We couldn't have dreamed this because it's so good. (laughs) So Natalie is actually the the reason why I decided to come to Asheville. Um, I had heard about Asheville multiple times this past year as I was traveling and then she moved out here in July and and found this magical place and I came out to visit her and to see what it was all about and instantly when I landed here within like literally the first 24 hours there were some pretty magical synchronicities <laughs> that took place and yeah we're really on this new venture together both feeling the desire to feel really grounded and feeling like Asheville is our new home. So yeah, do you want to share how you got here? Absolutely. So the way that I got here was that in April, I went to Guatemala and I went there because I was going on a journey to heal my heart. And just to backtrack a little bit, in December of last year, I went through a pretty big breakup where it was, you know, with the person that I thought that I was going to marry and really just had a lot of my hopes and dreams shattered and after that breakup I actually kind of quickly like a month or two later began dating someone new and so many triggers kept coming up about this other person that were really showing me like there's still so much heart healing that you need to do and so I put out this prayer to the universe and was like whatever it is that I need to do please show me. And I had already been planning on going to Guatemala to visit a friend who was living there in Lake Atitlan. And a few days later, she reached out to me and she was like, hey, do you have any interest in doing ayahuasca? Because there's one spot left and I just signed up. And you know, I, I love plants. I had never really thought about doing ayahuasca before. I was actually really nervous to do it. I have experimented with mushrooms before and I love those. Um, but ayahuasca just seemed like this really big, scary grandma. You know, they call it abuelita, the grandma. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess this is my sign. And so I went with my friend and we did it. And during my journey, I heard very loud and clear, leave California and go to the green. And I was like, what the heck does that mean? (laughs) Go to the green. And so I was like, maybe this is like Hawaii or Bali or somewhere in Mexico or Ireland, you know, who knows, but also it was during COVID time. So I'm like, where can I actually go? And a couple weeks later, I went up to this forest area in Mendocino, California with another friend. And it was like this really beautiful fairyland. And there was something in me that was like, I think that I'm supposed to go more to 
this like woodsy and very like nature filled type of vibe. And I got back home to San Diego that night and was like, where am I gonna go? Maybe I go to Vermont or Maine and I started looking up, you know, places on like Airbnb and Craigslist and it was just kind of a, a different vibe from what I wanted. Like I think on Craigslist I saw like a sheep farm or something. <laughs> and I was like, no, this isn't really what I'm envisioning. And you know, I wasn't planning on permanently moving here. I was thinking, okay, I'll just go out for three months. Um, I just kind of needed a break from California and I also really wanted to listen to what you know, this message from ayahuasca was to think about what what could happen here. And, you know, I had this vision of of going to write. I'm a writer at heart. And um, all of a sudden the word Asheville just popped into my mind. And I had never been here before. I, you know, growing up in California, I had only known two people who had even been to Asheville before. Um, one of those two people being a couple, my parents, <laughs> and then another one being a friend who had gone to grad school in Atlanta, and I think she'd visited once before. And everyone was like, yeah, Asheville's really cool, but I didn't know anything about it. And so I was like, you know what, let me just look on Airbnb, and I found this amazing place um, and messaged the guy right away, and it was exactly what I was picturing. And um, he messaged me the next morning, he like found me on Instagram, and I was like, hey, can we cut a deal, you know, so I don't have to do like all the... The extra fees and he was like yeah I have a couple who's really interested too but I like your vibe better um, if you tell me tomorrow and put down a deposit it's yours so you know I had this deadline that was like you got to make this decision and I was like you know what this is so aligned and lining up screw it let's just go for it and you know I love the thrill of things and like I love traveling around I've been very nomadic a lot of my life and so yeah, that happened. And I came out here on 7-7, the 7-7 portal, July 7th. And I had a very similar experience where within about two weeks, I was like, yep, this is where I'm gonna stay. I'm moving here. And since then, it's like every single thing has just fallen into place. I have never experienced so much magic and synchronicity in such a short period of time. And also been in awe of such of the beauty of a place where I feel so held. I even have like goosebumps all over my whole body as I'm talking about this, but there is something so magical about these mountains that really do something to you and the community and you know, now the fact that you're here, it's it's really about following your your bliss and listening to what is that fuck yes within you and allowing that to be your guide and your gauge. So cool and that's like the the pre-story to technically how I got here, which I love that. And yeah, we even just backtracking a little bit to our friendship, we met in LA about two years ago. We were there for one of our dear sister's 30th birthday. So Tata, if you're listening to this, what's hey. up? Thank you. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> um, and yeah, we met at her birthday and then Natalie ended up moving from LA to San Diego and we had our first like sister date i would say on 11 11 and we met at the beach in encinitas and natalie brought like we brought these blankets and natalie brought this beautiful blue egyptian lotus tea egyptian blue lotus, mm -hmm. egyptian blue lotus tea um and we did this ceremony and then we walked down the beach and we talked about our visions and what we're manifesting and it was such an instant cosmic bond where honestly like you and i've talked about this a lot lately of how grateful we are to have a sister and sisters who 
just live in an abundance mindset and who have cultivated and really created a life that is based on faith, that is based on abundance, that is based on possibility and desire and following that. And it's not an easy path. Like this path is like wild and unknown and all of the things, but the lives that we have each created individually and then what we're creating collectively it just keeps getting better. Like it just keeps getting yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say that you're probably one of my more witchy, magical friends. I have many magical friends and I just love the way that we play together and that we do life together and just the way that you've welcomed me here as family. Like it really feels like we have been brought together in this timeline to deepen our connection and also to co-create some really wild witchy magic. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's something so special about that. Like when you feel like you are alone or when you are doing things by yourself and it feels really, really hard that it's just like, you can call out to the universe and say, I want to create community or I want to call in sisters or brothers, you know, and that prayers are answered and miracles do happen. You know, I had a really difficult month. A lot of people here in Asheville will say, that Asheville either sucks you in or spits you out. And um, I think that everyone kind of goes through this initiation where things get a little bit difficult. And a part of that for me too was really questioning, am I gonna leave the life in California that I've built for the last eight years? You know, I grew up in the Bay Area, but I had been living consistently in San Francisco and then LA and then San Diego for the last eight years. And when I got here, I was like, oh my gosh, but like the majority of my people are out there. And so on the Virgo new moon, um, it was around early September, I put out so strongly, I just want my community. And a huge part of that being, and I want my deep, deep sisters. And all of a sudden, you know, Amy comes out, you come out the next month. And it wasn't just like, okay, I'm here and you're here and like, we're gonna do our lives. It was like, no, we are like merging. (laughs) And, And so much magic and it's like, when you open yourself up to the possibility of this deep, beautiful friendship where you can communicate about every single thing and be so authentic and honest and talk about your triggers and talk about your dreams and talk about what feels good for you and what doesn't feel good for you. It is like this whole new layer of life and partnership and of feeling seen. And I even have to say like you and probably maybe like two or three other people have been like some of the deepest core people that I can actually say, this kind of hurt me, can we talk about this? You know, and a lot of people maybe wouldn't receive that so well, but I think that it's like this amazing um, opening and blossoming that happens when you can have that with a sister or a brother of really sharing your truth and speaking your truth and saying the things that are really, really difficult And then the magic and the strength in bond that comes from that. Yeah, I so respected when you brought something to me that I had no idea was, you know, brought up something for you or triggered you or felt hurtful to you. And obviously the intention wasn't that, but it it did. It had an impact on you. And honestly, I'm usually the one in all of my friendships who initiates those honest, real conversations and who really tells the truth because I can't fake it and I'm like I can't just sweep things under the rug and when I actually speak my truth and share what's real that's where I actually feel closer to people and know 
I can kind of get a sense, can they meet me there? And so when you did that with me, I was like, oh my God, thank you so much for leaning in, for sharing. Like, yes, I didn't even know that was a thing for you. I can totally be more aware of that and be really sensitive to that moving forward. Like, thank you. I appreciate you for bringing this to me. And yeah, I think that's really what real friendship is about, not just the people pleasing or like just pretending that nothing happened, but really having honest conversations. And also the way that you shared it was really in ownership. It wasn't blaming me or I didn't feel a lot of shame around it. It was just like, hey, this is something that came up for me and I want to talk to you about it. So that was really, really healing and beautiful. Yeah. And we can even talk about what it was, too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's do it. Let's get yeah. vulnerable. Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> We're in Scorpio season. If you guys don't know already, I am an astrologer. And, you know, I love to bring the issues of what we're experiencing in our day-to-day to um, accompany what the seasons that we're going through. And, yeah, we'll talk about what it was because I think that a lot of people probably feel this. And... Um, are very sensitive and you and I are both extremely sensitive and so I think that that's why like it makes it almost easier because we get it we're like oh this this like affected you and it maybe hurt you and I didn't realize um and so for me it was that I I think that you had said like oh you're so funny and to me I my whole life had had people say like oh you're so all over the place you're so this you're so that you're so funny and to me that meant like I'm not grounded and that my um, my choices are constantly fluctuating and changing and that I'm scatterbrained and that was a story that I had because a lot of times like I have a lot of air if you guys know astrology like I have a lot of air in my chart I have a lot of Gemini energy and Amy is a Gemini too so we have a lot of of um, of mixtures and and what's called synastry there and within this though i sometimes would always criticize myself as well as like oh my gosh i'm so all over why can't i just make one decision or why do i always lose things or why am i always late or this and this and people would usually respond by saying oh you're so funny and that to me felt like i was being insulted like they didn't understand me or something and obviously when you said that that's not at all what you meant but you know it's kind of like this permission that if someone says something to you in that sense that Clearly, they're not trying to hurt you, especially if they're one of your sisters and best friends. Um, but it's really important to know that like, if that does trigger you, speak up and say something because there's also so much empowerment in speaking that truth and in saying those words. And I remember we were standing there and I even had tears welling in my eyes because it was like, oh my God, I'm like saying this thing. And it's not like I was even really hurt by it. It's just, it's very vulnerable to to say what hurts you and to actually speak our minds because in our society we're really taught to just suppress it and to let it pass or let it go and it's like no how about we just like bring it to the surface and then move on so yeah and the way that Amy received it was just so beautiful of like I'm sorry and I didn't mean to and you know I'll remember that moving forward and I think that when you create any type of relationship like that, whether it's with family or friends or a partner or even colleagues, then it's just like, wow, you can be your full self and show up and be seen and be heard. Yeah, thank you for sharing more. And one of the things that's coming up is that 
when you shared that with me, I was like, oh, this is actually one of the things that I love about Natalie. So oftentimes are things that we can see as flaws for ourselves or we felt like we've been judged for in the past can actually be our greatest gifts. And so one of the things that I love about you is that you do color outside of the lines and you yeah. <laughs> you are like a, a floaty fairy that like follows your bliss. And like sometimes that means changing your mind and it is such a beautiful permission giving thing to change your mind and to be okay with being in the flow and being in the mess of things and that's something for me where I in my journey often find myself trying to control things and have things in a pretty little package and a bow and have everything together and have the plan and all the things and like that's not always serving me and so I got to see a mirror in you of maybe that does trigger me because maybe I want more of that or maybe I've been scared to just do you know the floaty thing and one of the things I know about you is that you're not flaky Mm -hmm. so you might be in your own discovery of what works for you and what you like and what you want to do next and being in that curiosity and again it's okay to change your mind however the way that you show up in friendship and who you are is so grounded and so consistent and to me that's what matters like that's really what what I care about and so yeah just seeing that part of you and even just honoring it and celebrating it and now knowing that it's something that was sensitive for you I'm like oh cool I can celebrate that about you like it's different (laughs) it's unique it's like it's not in the box of how people want you to be Mm -hmm. and so it probably just makes them uncomfortable and and it feels unpredictable for other people when really like that might be part of your makeup and we don't need to make it wrong yeah, yeah yeah absolutely thank you thank you for acknowledging that and I think for anybody I think that it's it's really a lot about being like wild you know we talked about that too of like being really wild and creative that sometimes it's like water or like air where it can't really be grounded and not grounded but held down you know and sometimes I know for myself if I say I have to do this one thing or I'm going to this thing or whatever then it will create stress for me and so it's really about having freedom and having people who can celebrate your freedom with you and it depends on how you are showing up in your relationships because there's a difference of being free and living your truth and following your bliss and then being flaky and not showing up for the people that you care about and I definitely know that in my past that was something that I had to work on of like no, I don't really feel like going to this thing and I'm just not going to go. And I used to be really flaky, like in high school and like my early college days. And that was something that my friends would call me out on. And so that's definitely a part of that trigger. But now that I know that I've healed and I think it's a really important thing for everyone to learn is that, yes, listen to yourself and what you need. But also, if something is not feeling right for you, tell someone with compassion and be like, hey, I need to stay in tonight. I hope you understand. I love you. I'm not trying to be flaky, you know, but don't just like not respond to a text message or not call. You know, there's a big difference there. And I think that that is what ruins a lot of friendships because there's not communication. And that's where communication is so key in every single relationship. Yeah, I so appreciate our communication. We were we were <laughs> laughing when I first got here. We were like, oh my God, this is such a good template for how we want to relate in partnership. We're like, we're just practicing of yeah. how we would, I was like, you're such a great communicator. You're like, you're such a great communicator. And we're just like, all right. And I love that I even, when I went to go 
visit my new home and check out the space I was like Natalie can you please come with me can yeah. you come look at it I think this is the one and we're like walking doing the walk through and I'm she can tell I'm just all in I'm yes 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 like this is it feeling it and she's like maybe we should take a minute to talk and I was like why <laughs> she's like being the realist in the relationship I was like actually this might be good but yeah. to make a big decision so it was really fun to like be in that dynamic with you and yeah I love so many different parts of our friendship and we're literally just getting started like it's so fun to be able to go play and go see live music and do a last minute show together and then to sit in ceremony and circle and then to be there for each other in relationships and in the hard times and like really having this full spectrum of supporting each other in our businesses and celebrating one another and there's just so much cool synergy that's been happening and it was really funny when we went to my new home the owner of the house was like oh are you the natalie in amy natalie (laughs) she thought that natalie was like my business partner or something like that but natalie's my middle name so yeah that was really cute i loved i loved that moment i was like no but she is she is like a a big part of my life so yeah so we are one One of the things that's been really fun in witnessing your journey over the last two years is you really stepping into your magic and sharing your magic and sharing your wisdom. And when I hear you talk about astrology, like it literally just feels like a second language to you. It's something that has just comes through you. And I know you've done a lot of work and studied a lot and trained a lot, but like you had so many other passions and interests and you still do and you know it's just really fun to see how much astrology has now been part of your business and your life and so I wanted to weave that in today and weave in your magic and really specifically on 11.11 is open up the portal for the amazing listeners that we have and really to talk about what is 11.11 and then I know you also wanted to do a little bit of a reading and share about like my chart and whatever magic you wanted to share Mm -hmm. and have you know our listeners really get to know me better through astrology too so we'll start with 1111 and then we can kind of chat and see what else feels inspiring yeah amazing well thank you for all of those reflections and yeah you know I have to say that with you and I we both have very strong Gemini energy and Gemini is sometimes Gemini gets a bad rep like if you guys are just looking at the memes on social media it could be like Gemini is two-faced because it's the twins and there's so much duality and it can be like really hot and cold or really black and white or one day it's like really depressed and then one day it's so happy right (laughs) one minute and one minute yeah one day yeah like 30 (laughs) seconds later (laughs) which Amy and I both experience because you know you're a Gemini sun and I'm a Gemini moon, and I also have my Venus and um, moon and Chiron, and I'm just checking to see if you have anything else in Gemini. Let's see here. Oh yeah, you, <laughs> okay, <laughs> back it up. Amy has a lot of Gemini people. <laughs> Amy has her Mercury, and Mercury is um, the way that you think, and it's the way that your mind works. And um, it's also the way that you collaborate with other people. So when you have your Mercury in Gemini, it means that your mind is literally going like a million miles a minute. You think of every single thing. And 
Um, Gemini is the spectrum. It is like, it is, so all of the water signs, Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio, they are so deep and intuitive because it's like the depths of the water, right? Where it's like, oh my gosh, something's lurking underneath it, but then it can also be at the top of the water and it's like, woo, like light and free, like swimming on the beach in Tulum. Um, but Gemini is like, the polarity of every single thing and every emotion in between. So Gemini of the air signs is the most like a water sign because it feels, you know, every color. It's every, it's more than 50 shades of gray. (laughs) It's all of the shades of gray. And you also have your Jupiter there, which is where you have expansion. And then you have um, a point in the sky, which is really fun. And a lot of astrologers don't talk about this. So this is fun. If you guys want to look up what yours is, this is called the vertex. And the vertex is the point in the sky of romance and love and dating. And it shows us what we need in relationships. And so for anyone who has their vertex in Gemini, the sign on the chart, if you look this up, is a VX. And it means that in a relationship, you need to also have someone who is communicative and who has these Gemini qualities, who can also go on this spectrum of high and low with you. Um, And then you have your sun there. So it's like, this is also just your essence and where you shine. And something fun about that is that Amy and I, we have this synastry where a lot of our planets are um, like touching each other, so to say. They're like talking to each other. (laughs) We're like touching each other now. Um, But they're on top of each other. And we have one of the best aspect combinations in any type of friendship or partnership, which is Venus, which is the planet of love, which is what I have. And it's like the embodiment of the feminine and of nurturance and care and, you know, fun and silliness. And then that's where um, Amy's Jupiter is. And so it's like they expand each other. So we we definitely have this expansion. And I was even thinking about it today, how we're both extremely feminine. Um, we're like, we love beauty and we love um, just sexuality. And we love being in that divinity of what it is to be a woman. But we also show up in the masculine as well. And that's that Gemini. Um, so to touch on the... 1111 is 1111 is this really special and sacred portal because whenever we have the um the the numbers the repetitive numbers whether it's like 88 or 1010 1111 this really opens up this portal in the sky for us that is when the veil is thin and it's also a time that we can pretty much download um messages from above if you think about the number one one in numerology and i don't study numerology but i do know that one is the number of the self and when you have a one and a one together it's like two sovereign individuals coming together and then we have four because we have 11 11 and so that's bringing more of that energy and those entities together and i'm not actually sure about the numerology of four do you know by chance yeah i think four is abundance is it abundance yeah that would make sense yeah And so this is just a really beautiful time for everyone to to set your intentions and set what it is that you want to manifest because I really view it as, you know, if you even look at the number one, how it's just a line, it's like we are the bridge between the cosmos and the earth. And if you think about your own body, it's like we stand as erect figures, you know, like we're not hunched over like bears, (laughs) my favorite animal, (laughs) on four legs. We are standing up tall and like literally taking in the energy from below of the earth and from above. And so it's a beautiful time for setting these intentions of what it is that you want to manifest and really making this kind of a sacred and beautiful day. 
Yeah, I can't remember what manifesting circle you came to of mine. I don't know that it was an 11-11 circle. I think it, it was, was in just December. like in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of my favorite workshops. This year, I likely won't do it in December because I have another really big event that I'm going to be doing that I'm so excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that event will definitely be a catalyst for a lot of growth and expansion. And we're going to be in like a really beautiful vortex together for two days. Um, but yeah, I, I'm thinking about doing another manifesting workshop because every time I do them, honestly, just coming together in circle being in a space where you have the space held for your own intentions and to take that space for self-reflection, but then also to speak it out loud and to share it with a, a group of supportive sisters and create that space. Like the manifestations that have happened in all my manifesting circles have been so, so cool. Yeah, and I have to even speak to this, you guys. Like, Amy is such a powerful space holder. (laughs) So, you know, that year that she had it, so this was two years ago now, and it was December, and my journey with astrology is kind of funny because it literally just came to me out of the blue. And I was, the reason I moved to San Diego from LA was to do a master's, and it was a master's in nutrition. And there was something that just felt really off about the program, but I knew that I needed to move to San Diego. It was almost like I needed to move to San Diego to meet Amy (laughs) and to meet probably like a handful of other epic, epic people there and like get my fill there. Um, But I remember that it was finals week and it was in the morning. It was a Saturday morning and we had one assignment that we had to submit online and, um, my computer like somehow water spilled on it and my computer just completely crashed and I was even thinking about leaving this master's program and just kind of like being over it and I think this was around like 10 in the morning that the crash of my computer happened and then Amy texted me and was like hey um I felt really called to invite you to this manifestation workshop do you want to be my guest and I was like yes (laughs) because I was just feeling so low and feeling so angry and frustrated like my computer just broke and I don't even want to do this freaking master's program anyway like what the hell like screw this final and we went to the circle and in that circle I remember speaking with a girl named Meg who was amazing and she and I hit it off and we were speaking our you know our manifestations and our intentions and our visions to each other and then at the very end of it something inside of me like prompted me to ask Amy I was like can I make a, a quick announcement and everyone was already like leaving like out the door and she was like um sure <laughs> and I was like um you guys I just finished an astrology school and I'm going to be giving um donation-based readings if you would like to come if you would like to get one and you know I think that after that there were like five people who came to me and were like yes I would love to sign up and my partner in the in the visioning Meg, if you're listening to this, hi Meg, love you, <laughs> came over the next night and was my first official reading. And that reading was so potent and powerful because I remember that the things that I was able to channel for her, she was crying and she was like, you just solidified so many things that I've been so confused about and so just like torn up over. And, you know, you giving me and inviting me to that manifestation circle and then all of a sudden me feeling that prompting was a huge catalyst for doing what it is that I do now. And you have been such a a door opener, you know, it's almost like you were like, here, I believe in you and I'm going to give you permission to step into this role. And then I became the astrologer for the last few new moon circles that you did. And 
you know, really introduced me to other women who became my clients and who I collaborated with. And it's just like the power of that sisterhood and the power that Amy holds you guys in connecting other people and being that woman who also sees the power and beauty in you is uncomparable like she is such an amazing force and i'm just so grateful for that Mm. thank you thank you for seeing me and for answering the call and for saying yes and (laughs) one of the things that you and i have also talked about is how there's a lot of women who want to get together and who wish they had community and who want to be surrounded by conscious people but there's not a lot of people who we see actually are taking initiative to create local community, regardless of whether it's the pandemic or not the pandemic. You and I really saw a need in San Diego for community and sisterhood. And literally, as soon as we put out the call, like women rushed in, like our circles were filled. Like I remember going to your 1111 circle last year and like we're in your apartment and <laughs> it's just pre-COVID, like, like in COVID. Yeah, and like it, was, it was definitely a questionable <laughs> call, but we did it. And then like your apartment was filled and we had such a beautiful circle and you led this amazing meditation. And yeah, I just really honor that you, you step into your leadership as well. And it's so inspiring because there's so many women who want to have these safe spaces to be held to be guided to be supported and yeah being in leadership side by side with you and seeing you rise to your leadership has also been like such a gift and such a yeah beautiful expansion for me oh thank you we're just having a love fest over here you guys yeah you can hear us crush on (laughs) each other you can hear it we're in love (laughs) um but I think that you know such a, a message for everybody listening is that like be the leader, you know, step into that role. And if there's something that you're like, man, I wish that my city had this, or I wish that I had this, like make it happen. If you have that desire, then what's holding you back? You know, the only thing that's usually holding people back is themselves and their own fear and their own fear of being seen or like, oh, well, I don't know enough people or people wouldn't come, but it's like, what if they did come? And really just reframing that into what if, you know? And I even remember when I was 19 that I was living in, or no, I was 21, I was living in Las Vegas and there was this guy who used to host um, like really epic music parties in New York. And he would always tell me about these and like show me his photos. And I was like, man, I wish there was a scene like that. And he was like, well, why don't you just make one? And that always stuck with me. And I feel like that was, you know, I always had that in me because my parents are, are kind of go-getters in that sense too. But it's like, this is your permission. If you're listening and if you want to create something, like this is your sign. <laughs> Someone needed to hear that because my whole body just went all tingling. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is you got to start somewhere. So even yeah. if two people show up or one person shows up, like really taking that step forward and that will open more doors and you'll start to see people just... You start meeting random people and you're like, hey, do you want to come to this thing that I'm hosting? And then they're like, oh, actually, I've been looking for that thing. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. And yeah, I am so excited for what we're creating here, too. It's happening so organically and 
just really looking forward to seeing what deepening in this community that we're we're about to do. Like there's some serious magic and definitely some retreats and some really yeah. beautiful experiences that are, are going to be taking place here. And I wanted to speak into what you were talking about, about like being the leader. And one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot lately is what does it mean to be a feminine leader? And really it starts with self-leadership and it starts with the inner leadership with your mind and with your Mm -hmm. alignment. So it's like, okay, we all know that fear is the default mode, the scarcity, the doubt, the insecurities, the old stories, like those are easy to go to. Those are the default. But can you be a leader in your life when those come up and can you choose to have thoughts that are more in alignment can you choose to have a morning ritual that's in alignment can you choose to surround yourself with people who are supportive and expansive for you even if at first it's people that you see online or mentors or coaches that you hire but really being in this place of choice and leadership in your own life inside and then taking that and seeing yourself as a leader and the leader that you are that you came here to be and then starting to support others on their journeys in whatever way that looks like for you. It doesn't have to look one way. And I just want to throw in a quote that a friend just said to me the other day that is so resonating right now where it's like, if not me, then who? Mm-hmm. You know, And remembering that no one is going to do anything the exact way that you are going to do it. And like, you are magic and you are the universe and you have this way to to make things happen that no one else will and to not focus on like the numbers or on what it looks like on the outside but just like really tapping in with what feels good and what feels right and being proud of yourself you know like really stepping in and being like cool i'm gonna create this thing and i'm gonna i'm gonna lead or i'm gonna just create these rituals for myself and starting from there beautiful i love that yeah such a great reminder and yeah, the second part of that quote is, if not you, who, if not, if not now, when? Mm, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, we can say, I'm going to do it later. I'm going to do it next year. I'm going to do it next month. I'm going to do it next week. And it's like, take the first step now. Yeah. Take, take that first step now, because if it's coming to you, if you have the desire, if it's coming through you, you have that intuition that you're meant to do something like it's happening now for a reason for you. So I love that so much. Yeah. So I'm curious, what is lighting you up the most in your life or in your business or both right now? Like, what do you feel the most sparkly and energized about? Oh my gosh. Well, there's been, there's been a whole new light up people. <laughs> she I is plugged lit. It. <laughs> Mama lit. <laughs> Well, yeah, I went through a death and rebirth in September. You know, Asheville really gave me my initiation. And, and a thing about Asheville, too, here's a little insider tip, is that um, it is a floor of quartz crystals underneath the earth here. And so I personally think that it's almost like this mirror that gets held up and reflected to you where the universe and, and these crystals are going to really kind of shine this light into your onto you of like, am I really doing what makes me happy and, and what does light me up? And if not, you're you're going to go through the ringer to find that. And that's why some people stay and that's why some people leave. Um, but what's lighting me up right now? Well, first of all, is that I um, have just launched my School of Astrology, the Cosmic Earth School of Astrology, which started two days ago on November 9th. 
And this has been something that since I learned astrology, I was like, one day I'm going to do this. And the thing that is so crazy to me is that it's, it's now, you know, I learned astrology two years ago and the way that I learned it is that it really just felt like it was activated within me, that it was just something that I remembered. I, to be honest, I didn't do too much schooling. I did, I did about three different programs and, and classes and a lot of it was just really like meditated and channeled and i was like okay one day this is going to happen and and now is the time um and so that is really exciting because i have a group of amazing women and um people who are in this and that's lighting me up to teach it but also what's really getting me so excited about life too is the magic that i'm cultivating in Asheville which a big part of that is music for me. And music has always been like my best friend. And I'm sure that everybody listening to this can also be like, yeah, mine too. You know, we all have this deep relationship with music. And I always felt like there was this way that I wanted to express myself through music, whether it was through singing or through playing the piano, which were both things that were my biggest passions when I was younger. Like when I was little, when people were like, what do you want to be? I was like, I'm going to be a singer and I'm going to write songs, you know, or I'm going to like make documentaries about singers or I'm going to interview rock stars, which I actually did. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Living in Las Vegas. That was my first job out of college. I interviewed all of the big the big DJs like Steve Aoki and Diplo to name drop. Um, <laughs> hey guys, if you're listening, remember me. <laughs> I was like 19 and like 22 or something. Um, but no, it's it's really been this way of getting back to my passions and getting back to doing the things that my whole life I was like, oh my God, I don't have time to do this. And creating space because really we can say that we don't have time, but it's like, are you putting, what are you putting your time into? Are you putting your time into going to brunch or to going to concerts or to working your butt off? You know, what is it that you are spending your time on? Because it's like that famous meme where it's like Beyonce has 24 hours in a day. So do you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's something that is, is really fun and lighting me up right now. And then just exploring Asheville and really like soaking up the beauty of of like God's country, you know, that we, we all live in, in different places, but this place is so special and being inspired every single day by the changing of the colors of the leaves and of going on walks and just kind of getting back to, to stillness and like a slower pace of life feels really, really good and keeping me lit. (laughs) (laughs) She's also really lit up by the bears here. Oh, my God. It's like a soul connection with bears. She's like spotting them all over. I've had five sightings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like every other week, basically. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's friends with the bears. Yeah. My mom tells me all the time. She'll like send me messages where she's like... (laughs) be careful. Like I just saw this article about the hikers on the Blue Ridge Parkway got eaten by bears. I was like, mom, the bears and I are cool. It's not going to (laughs) happen. I am the exception. (laughs) Yeah. They love me. (laughs) Mm, So beautiful. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to share? Yeah. I think that we should do do some more astrology astrology about, um, what's happening on 11, 11. Okay, cool. Natalie's going to break it down for us. And I want to share one more thing too, about the way that Natalie shares astrology. I think 
for me, astrology hasn't always resonated. And I think there's a way that it can be shared where it can be really fun and relatable and where it's more grounded. Um, So I just love the way that you teach about astrology and how you relate it to so many, you know, pop culture things and just, yeah, relatable. So I'll let you take the mic and share about what's happening on this 1111 in 2021. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, that is a really fun thing just to note too, is that astrology, I think for a lot of people doesn't resonate or that they're just looking at horoscopes and astrology is so much more than that. You are so much more than your birthday or your moon and your rising and your Venus and your Mars and your Mercury and these houses and, you know, so much. And it also doesn't have to be super overwhelming, you know? Um, so the astrology for 1111, 1111 is during Scorpio season. And I just want to say that um, the energy for this day in particular is that Mercury, which is the planet of um, communication and thoughts and the way that we speak to one another, but also the way that we speak to ourselves, is going to be in Scorpio um, next to Mars, which is action and passion and drive and sex. And when these planets are together, This can be a lot of passion in the things that we are speaking about and that we're saying. And it can also be a lot of anger as well. If you think about like a fiery type of voice, right? It's like it can be something that's really inspired and like this big, beautiful fire, or that can be really hurtful and burn you. So I just want to say for everybody listening today, and maybe even if you're listening a few days later, because this energy will still be very potent, is to watch your watch your words and watch the way that you are speaking to others um and to try to do things with with compassion you know if you think about the word passion it's like we're adding com onto that and it's like com it means together it's like communicating compadre you know mm-hmm. it's like it's it's as one so it's like really not just being about what it is that I feel or I want, but thinking about how is it that that other person feels too. And because this is in the sign of Scorpio, Scorpio is about um, going deep, you know, and it's, it's really the energy of the Phoenix rising from the ashes and how we can transcend and transmute. And my favorite word for Scorpio is to alchemize. It is to turn anything that is um, Mm. ugly and scary and fearful and of scarcity and, garbage into gold how is it that you can weave it whatever your situation is into something new and if you notice that you have negative thought patterns this is such an epic time to truly turn that into something different and almost like i'm getting even this visual of like rapunzel remember the book rapunzel where it's like like spinning gold right where it's like you can take something that is so mundane and normal and human and turn it into gold and this is really that time to do so and then we also have a lot of planets in aquarius the moon is going to be in aquarius and aquarius is about thinking outside of the box and doing something new and being kind of a weirdo (laughs) so this is really the portal and the time of like let your freak flag fly like do whatever feels um almost like far out to you um and that feels like an edge and to allow yourself to really go there um yeah because 
Aquarius energy is also the energy of the alien and the observer. So it's a really good time to kind of be in that deeper, more thoughtful state and observing and observing your own um, patterns and tendencies and saying, how is it that I want to take this to the next up level and actually doing what scares you and allow yourself to, to go bigger and shine brighter. So there you have it, our 1111 astrology reading by the lovely Natalie Holbrook. Thank you so much for sharing this wisdom and for really activating this portal for our listeners and for being you, for being such an incredible soul sister and light worker. And I'm just so excited to see what you continue to create with all of the passions that you have and yeah, what we keep co-creating and weaving together and all of the magic. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. And yeah, uh, where can people find you to learn more about your astrology school and also to read your incredible writing and learn more about you? Where's the best place for people to find you? So I'm very active on Instagram, and I recently changed my IG handle with the help of Amy. <laughs> so um, yeah, you can find me at Rise with Natalie, um, and you can also go to my website, which is natalieholbrookwellness.com. And if you are listening to this and you're interested in joining the school, we have already started. However, in January, it will be available for replay. And keep your eyes open because in the spring, or actually in probably February, March, I will be announcing a longer program that I am super, super excited about, which is um, going to be all about deep diving into your own self and your own cosmic and quantum universe that is you through the lens of astrology. And there will also be a luxurious retreat somewhere amazing included. So follow me and connect with me. Um, tell me if you heard this podcast and I would love to meet you because any friend and listener of Amy's is a friend of mine. Mm. Thank you, love. She creates epic experiences and retreats. So I'm very excited to see what is to come in 2022. Thank you again for being here. I love you so much. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks again for joining me for this episode of the Feminine Frequency Podcast with the lovely Natalie Holbrook. Be sure to scroll down in the show notes to connect with Natalie and also to find the link to join me for my upcoming event, The Empowered and Embodied Experience on December 11th and 12th. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. 